0: Alrighty, I assume that's the Philadelphia Orchestra Certainly what it sounds like And what a better way to bring in our man from Phoenix That would be Mr. Russ Tucker Good morning, Russ Good morning, Al, Rhea How are you guys doing? Russ, we're doing great How Uh could we not be doing great? We're like literally days from the Super Bowl If you go to court right now If you're on a jury When they ask you questions When you go in You don't have to say present You say go birds and it counts
1: I heard that Yeah, I heard about that (laughs) I might actually sign up for jury duty this time. (laughs)
0: It's pretty good. So how exciting is it out there?
1: Uh, It's awesome. You know, it's so funny um, because I hadn't actually been at the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. the last couple of years because of COVID. So it's uh, two things. One is it's just nice to be back around people. You know, that I I, I do a lot of stuff, as you guys know, um, all year round, all season with all these different radio stations and different outlets. And you never see them. I never (laughs) see them. It's amazing how many people I've been on their shows. Now everything is like, you know, Zoom or all that stuff. It's amazing how many people that I've never actually met in person. So it's great to actually get a chance to meet them in person and talk with them. And then it's like every other year where with every passing year, I mean, I'm sorry with every passing day, you can just feel the build up, right? Like there's more people on the streets, there's more people at Radio row. there's more people you know in the hotels that are giving you directions. You can see them finishing the Super Bowl experience thing where people can go. It's like it really is cool to watch it build up every single day. More people come in every day,
0: more people come in. Does anybody ever change their mind on who they think is going to win in the last week before Super Bowl?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I think there's probably people that are on the fence and maybe could go either way. And I think there are people that, Al, were kind of waiting for injury information in particular about the Chiefs' wide receivers Mm -hmm. and the fact that they've practiced the last couple days – you know, that does not seem to be much of a concern. It looks like Juju Smith-Schuster and Kadarius Toney will be good to go for Kansas City. But
2: not Hardman, right? Is he, He's definitely out?
1: He's definitely yeah. out. He's on IR. Um, and instead, they kind of replaced him with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who was their first-round running back a couple years ago. But I, I don't know. I don't really even expect him to play that much. I mean, they've gotten so much out of Pacheco, the kid from Vineland, mm-hmm. and and McKinnon that I don't know how much Edwards-Hilaire – Actually plays. Plus, I mean, that's the interesting thing about this. Like, we all know Andy; he doesn't really want to run the ball anyway. Yeah, <laughs> no, you no. know, like, 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 even if that was the best option for yeah. the Chiefs, which is probably not. Their quarterback's yeah. Mahomes. I sure. get it, right? But even if like the Eagles played like a one ten defense and had had just Jordan Davis on the D line, everybody else is a DB. I still think Andy Reid would try to throw the ball. Because that's what he wants to do.
2: That's what I was surprised at uh, when ESPN's Marcus Spears says he sees Pacheco as the most important player in the game and the key to the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. And I was like, have you seen Andy Reid? Yeah. I, I was yeah. really I mean, surprised by that.
1: I mean, I, I like Marcus. I think he does a good <laughs> job. But that that is one of those, Rio where it's like, have you met Andy Reid? Are you familiar <laughs> with his work? <laughs> yes. um, because, listen, I've had Chiefs players tell me, before games this year, when I was calling them for Westwood One, they're like, "Andy doesn't want to run it. He's <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> not going to run it." I mean, so if the players are telling you that, and I would, you know, and in fairness, unlike other years when he was in Philly, when he probably should have run it more than he did, you know, he's got Mahomes, right? So yeah. it's kind of hard to blame him oh, yeah, no. from putting the ball <laughs> in just, his hand yeah. as much as possible. So,
0: Ross, when you're out there, you see all the media that comes in that doesn't cover all the time or whatever. Has Hertz reached star status yet?
1: I would say no. I would say what I have noticed is there is still, I guess I would describe it as maybe a a healthy Hertz skepticism. Hmm. That's how I would describe it. Because I think... Here's what people, you know, most people, right, don't watch all the Eagles games. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what do they remember about Hertz? They remember when he got benched at Alabama. Then they remember he went to Oklahoma and was pretty good, but not as good as Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield the two years before him, who both won the Heisman and were the number one overall pick, whereas Hertz, you know, went mid-second round. They saw him play in the playoff game against the Bucks last year, and he was not good.
2: Dreadful, yeah. <laughs> and then,
1: and then this year, you know, he played a lot of Sunday one o'clock games. You know, not that many primetime games. <clears throat> he didn't play against the Cowboys in what was like the marquee game, and then everybody watched the playoff games the last two weeks. And. You know, they weren't blown away. I mean, these people are used to watching. Think about it. I mean, they watch Mahomes. They watch Joe Burrow and what Burrow did. Hurts has not wowed or impressed the last couple of weeks. Now, he hasn't had to. That's, yeah, that's, um, I think
2: that's the other the thing about it is he hasn't had to push the ball down the field.
1: Right. Well, I mean, he tried against the Niners he a did. few times, and it didn't yeah. go well. Um, I, I actually think the Niners' corners did a better job. I mean, some of those passes, Rhea... They were good passes, but the Niners' corners were right there, the and they one, made the plays d- one, on the ball.
2: The one deep one to AJE overthrow him. You big know, miss. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a huge miss.
1: That was a big miss. So, uh, and, and also, the belief is, you know, he's good, but the Eagles are loaded around him, and he hasn't really had to carry the team like Mahomes has. And also, people haven't really seen him have to make the clutch play late to win a big game like everybody's seen Mahomes do a million times.
0: So waiting for the Iverson last-minute shot? <laughs> it's,
2: it's
3: yeah,
0: basically what we always say. Well, heard. that's
2: what everybody used to complain about, even though I, Iverson would score 50 points. 50 points. They're like, well, didn't hit the last-second shot? Well, so, he got you 50.
0: So, Ross, I, I was saying going into this game, uh, there's a term overly confident, and I've decided that I'm objectively confident. <laughs> I just can't see how if you take out a legal pad and put plus-minus, it's not heavily, heavily
1: weighted in the side of the Eagles. I I think if you went player by player, Al, I think you're right. I think the check marks in the favor of the Chiefs is the biggest one, and it's quarterback, and it's Patrick Mahomes. And that's the other thing that's interesting, because I know, Rhea, you and I, were we were texting or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's also a big perception that Andy Reid has a lot more big game experience. Andy Reid's a Hall of Fame coach, whereas Sirianni, there's still some skepticism there. It's really funny that Howie Roseman putting together such a good roster has hurt the uh, Q rating or status sure. of Hertz and Sirianni in the court of public opinion. Basically anybody could I, do it. I, yeah, like I don't know if you yeah. saw Aaron Rodgers said yesterday he thinks the Eagles have like the best line he's seen in 20 yes. years or whatever. It's, so, like, Al
2: was surprised I was that surprised. he went like, yeah. lines and not quarterback. A
0: quarterback, hardly mentioned the quarterbacks.
1: You know why, Al? <laughs> because if it's the Eagles are so good because of their line, then that's that's not a knock on Rodgers.
2: Right. Like
1: Rodgers didn't make the playoffs. They're not there. (laughs) Rather than talking about how good Hertz is (laughs) or whatever, it's, well, their line's just so good. Right. I mean, Rodgers is always I'm I'm not the uh, I don't know. That guy is an interesting guy. I mean, (laughs) he's he's going into
2: dark isolation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's going into isolation where um, they 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 put food in through a slit. Twice a day, what? Oh yeah, four days. He's not allowed to drink. Which, by the way, like if you're allowed to drink, that's a different conversation. But he's not allowed to drink. Okay. They put food in through a slit twice a day. No light. No, there's something that's messed up. Well, so I I thought that that was called prison. (laughs) Well, no, like it sounds to me like he's paying for solitary confinement. Yeah, yeah, and and he's hoping, guys, that it gives him some some help and some enlightenment on whether he wants to continue to play. Let me just say this on the record, okay? Okay. <laughs> if I paid money for solitary confinement, and when I came out, I decided not to play football for five months for $60 million, I would ask for my money back. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's just, I mean, a, he's
2: just a, a weird
1: dude. He's playing. I no, mean, of course it, he is. Like, all of this stuff is so comical. Do you think that that guy, with everything we know about him, you think he wants to go in the Hall of Fame the same year as Brady? Oh, no. You think he wants God, to be a no. second-class citizen to Brady at the Hall of Fame? No. I mean, he's been overshadowed by Brady his entire career. The last thing he wants to do is be overshadowed going into the Hall of Fame. He's a guy, you know, there's certain guys that really don't pay attention, and then there's other guys that you know, they Keep tabs on everything everybody says. Well, you about know them. he does.
2: Every time he's on with with McAfee, you know he's got receipts for everything that was said.
1: Everything, and he's got answers for it. And yeah, I, I'm I am glad that I, and I hope I never get so like well known or whatever that I go like off the deep end like some of these people do <laughs> yeah. and start doing all this <laughs> weird stuff. Like I'm I'm perfectly fine where I'm at right now.
0: Well, I mean, you, you, food through. I mean, you could only get like a pizza would only thing that fit through there, right?
1: Thank you. <laughs> you know what, Al? What? I highly doubt it's pizza. It's what? probably like I don't know wheatgrass. Yes. You know, it's mushrooms. Like wheatgrass or alfalfa. Yeah, mu- yeah, mushrooms. mushrooms. He he, literally said he said it's. You know, I, I've been told. You know, you actually you have some hallucinations in there. <laughs> like he's going in there. He's going in there for natural light deprivation hallucination. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're all missing out. Maybe well, we should all be living the Aaron Rodgers life. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's easy to go to Tibet and join a monastery and have some wine. It's oh it's, it's a lot easier. But when you're looking at the quarterbacks, I got to ask you this: even though Mahomes, it's, you said the check mark might go there. If I had forced you to make a bet. On which quarterback would turn the ball over? Which one would you take?
1: Mahomes. Yeah,
2: That's- he's done it a lot more this year. Yeah,
1: and, and- he's done it more this year. The Eagles' pass rush is better. He's not going to be as mobile, and Hertz is outstanding at taking care of the ball. I mean, outstanding. And and I think we don't. I'm glad you brought that up. Al. I don't think we talk about that enough. Like that is gigantic. Because especially when you have a good team around you, don't blow it. Yeah, Don't turn the ball over. I mean, you know, that's a big reason why the Cowboys didn't have the year that they thought they should because Dak threw so many oh, picks, so too. many.
2: Well, it's interesting. Boop just put a stat out. Eagles are the seventh team to enter the Super Bowl without having committed a postseason turnover.
0: Yeah, which is why when, uh, when you say the quarterback advantage, I'm like, well, this guy, if he doesn't turn the ball over – it's hard to see that a team with more overall talent that doesn't turn the ball over, even if the other quarterback has a outrageous game, how are you not going to get through it?
1: It's a good point, Al. I think that's I think it's a really good point. I mean, I will say the betting line is one and a half points for a reason. It's, we right, keep like, talking
2: like, about that. Like, it's rarely moved since they open, right?
1: Right, but... I, I'm fine with that betting line. I mean, I, I think the Eagles win a close game. I think that's about where it should be. What's interesting to me, though, is like I was on with Joe and John yesterday. Like everybody in Philly is so so confident. Like definitely more confident than they were five years oh, ago. Oh, way, way more. yeah. And I'm not. I'm not exactly sure why. Like because I don't feel like people were as confident even. Maybe going into the 49ers game. Because I, mean, they, I, I, I feel they, like they yeah, believe
2: that this defense is better, that the line is, you know, recorded 70 sacks. And, you know, and, yeah. when you look at it, we all look back on it, it's like, oh my God, what a game probably falls. Fo-. Foles, Brady appeared to be a mismatch. Yeah. Pl- plus, <laughs> we know?
0: have the advantage here of we've watched every game. Yeah. And if you've watched the Eagles every game, it's hard not to be over- objectively confident about this thing.
1: Well, did you guys see? Did you guys see um, my tweet yesterday um, at Ross Tucker NFL? I was thinking about this. The Eagles players. So, like, let's go back to August. I'm doing the preseason games. The Eagles players that are better than I thought they were in August. It is a crazy long list, and I feel like that doesn't happen that often, right? Like, you know, a lot of these guys are veteran players. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, tell me if I'm missing anybody. Hurts for sure, obviously. Yeah. Okay? I thought A.J. Brown was, was really good when they traded for him. He's even better than I thought he was. Mm-hmm. He really is. Like, I, I thought, you know, I saw him catch some slants for the Titans. But he's a better player than even I thought they that he was. I thought Devontae Smith was a nice number two. Devontae Smith would be a number one on a lot then, of teams. Yeah, Exactly. I mean, he set this franchise record for catches. He's better than that. Kenny Gainwell, um, playoff Kenny. I mean, he's definitely. I mean, and I, and you guys know I love Gainwell, but he's even better than I thought. I thought Hassan Reddick was a good player, mm-hmm. but I didn't think he was like defensive player of the year caliber, at which he, by the way, easily could be. I thought Bradbury was going to be like a slight upgrade over Steven Nelson. You know, I thought Bradbury was like, okay, he's up there in years. Giants don't want to pay him anymore. He's a nice number two. Bradbury's been awesome this year. How about
2: Avante Maddox?
1: I think you could put him in there. So, so the people I didn't write. So I I also put Gardner Johnson because I thought that's my dark horse
2: for MVP of the Super Bowl.
1: Ooh, how do you like that? I like it. How do you like? I was driving.
2: I was driving in this morning, Ross, and for some reason. Larry Brown's name, Pat, not the former Sixers coach, the Cowboys. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he Corner. had, like, five interceptions and then, then of course, was turned out to be the biggest free agent bust ever. I just went, well, how about if he picks off Mahomes, like, three times?
1: Well, remember that game? That was when Neil O'Donnell just kept throwing him the ball. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> um So then, you know, Blank and Chip's are rookie. So we didn't know. Say Amalo. But, like, I think Avante Maddox, I already had him – I already thought pretty highly of him, but yeah, maybe. Well, it's just when um, when he
2: went out in that Dallas game, you know, you didn't realize yeah. it maybe right at the time, but you went, oh, they had no chance of winning that game once he went out. Yeah, so
0: basically oh, everybody's point. over over achieved from what you expect. Well, I, I might put Kelsey on that list too, Ross.
1: Well, I mean, I already thought he, but was, I mean, he played at such a high level <laughs> for it's so unbelievable. Long. Yeah, I, I I already <laughs> thought he was a Greek god, so wow. I can't get him any higher than that. You know, a lot of people replied with both T.J. Edwards and Landon Dickerson. Okay. And I can see that, but I was already really high on those guys coming into the year. But I can't remember another Philly sports team or another Eagles team where that many guys exceeded expectations. And I'm not sure, is there anybody that's not as good as we thought they were? Like, is there anybody that's worse than we thought they were? No, only for like
0: a three-week period. (laughs) like slate, like, like there would be like a little flat area during the season, but not through the entire season, uh, you know, special teams, I guess.
1: You know what? Maybe I I will say this. I think I thought, and you know, I love this guy. I think I thought my Lada would take a little bit more of a step this year than he did. I mean, he's an awesome player, but based on how he played last year, I thought Maulato might be, like, the best left tackle in the sport this year. He hasn't gotten quite that far. But, I mean, we are really, really nitpicking here.
2: Well, I do. When we come back from the break, I want to ask you about where Chris Jones is going to line up across from that offensive line.
0: All right. When we get back, we'll get to Mike, Joe, TR, and everybody else. Time of 94, WIP is 717.
2: Here's what's happening at Borgata. Are you (laughs) ready for some football? Enjoy the ultimate big-game experience at Borgata Sunday, February 12th. Place your bets and cheer on your favorite team at Bet MGM Sportsbook and Bar or Level 1 Cocktail Bar. If you're looking for a little more action, reserve your spot at Premier Nightclub for great food, drink specials, and a party you do not want to miss. Catch all of the action February 12th. Eat, drink, bet, watch only at Borgata. Visit TheBorgata.com to reserve your spot today. Advance reservations recommend it, and don't miss your chance to win a 2023 Maserati Levante GT on Saturday, February 25th, at Borgata's $1.3 million That's a more giveaway. Brought to you by Bud Light. Eagles scheduled for a walkthrough today in Arizona in advance of Sunday's Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Chiefs defense allowed the most passing touchdowns in the NFL and are ranked 18th in passing yards allowed. Jalen Hurts, 4-10 since returning from his shoulder injury on passes. 15 yards or more. Chiefs are also the 8th-ranked run defense. Eagles, 14-0 and this season when they rush for more than 100 yards. Join WIP and Bud Light at the Fillmore for the Sunday Super Bowl tailgate with Mike and Merrill synced up for the game. Details at thefillmorephilly.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by Window Nation. Mostly sunny, a high of 54. Take advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts. Get two free windows with every two you buy and pay nothing for two full years. 866-90NATION or windownation.com. To stream 94WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94WIP. All righty then. Was no. that a goat in the middle of that or something? N- that was you. Yeah, thank you. I- <laughs> <laughs> they taped that, remember? They taped, oh, yes, that was me. <laughs> right, well, so- <laughs> no, that's me. Oh. Yeah, so- she's whining. She's not, not being a goat. We have our question oh, of the question day, of Rhea. We got
0: yes. Ava with the question of the day. What's the question?
2: And it's brought to you by Armand Chevrolet. Routine maintenance to major engine repairs. Armand Chevrolet Service Center will keep your car running great. Certified experience. ArmandChevy.com. Which team has the coaching advantage? 59% give it to the Chiefs over the Eagles.
3: Oh, Oh my God. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, especially on Super Bowl week. In a hometown Yeah, not a fan.
3: All
2: right, Ross. One of the things we mentioned right before the break break was uh, Chris Jones against the Eagles offensive line. Now, uh, Jimmy Kemski from Philly Voice said he doesn't think the Chiefs will waste him on Lane Johnson or Maialata. So that leaves Landon Dickerson, Jason, Kelsey, Isaac, Sayamala. What do you think? How do you think they try to match him up?
1: Um, Probably Landon Dickerson. I think that they probably think that he might be um, Jones' best chance to win in a one-on-one situation, although it's always a little bit dangerous when you do that inside because a lot of times, you know, Kelsey can help, You know, usually there's four guys rushing, right? So if you have the guy inside, a lot of times you have three offensive linemen for two defensive linemen. It's why it's harder to rush from the inside. There's more bodies. There's usually a guy with help. So sometimes I think they move Jones out over a tackle, A, because they like the matchup, or B, because they think it's a better chance to get a one-on-one. Whereas inside, you know – Uh, the Eagles would or could or should do some things to make sure that neither Sayamalo or Dickerson are lined up one-on-one with Chris Jones very often in obvious passing downs. So what helps the Eagles, though, is they're just not in obvious passing downs that much. So that's one of the reasons why, you know, when they're doing all these RPOs and stuff, you got to play run. I mean, you, you can't just pin your ears back as the expression goes, and fly up field and rush the passer. The other issue they kind of have is unlike the Eagles, um, you know, the the other guys aren't as good. Now, they're not bad. Um, Frank Clark has been really good in the postseason as a D end. Their rookie, first round pick, Karloftis from Purdue, has been pretty good. And then they have this guy that nobody knows, and I'm really hoping they don't Find out more about him on Sunday. Mike Dana, number 51. He's an undersized guy. I'm a little bit nervous about Dickerson against him because he's really quick. He's really explosive. And Dickerson is like a Dickerson's like a bodyguard. Dickerson is a mauler. Um, one of the uh, O-linemen told me Monday night, um, I said, how much does Landon weigh? And they said, a lot. <laughs> <Yeah. Okay. laughs> I mean, he is a big, big dude. So I think there's some belief that maybe if you get him moving a little bit, um, you can beat him in pass protection. I think the same with Mylata. You know, neither one of those guys – So, so they're both unbelievable in the run game, and they both move very well for their size, but – my lot is still 380 and Landon's still well over 340 and so you're still not going to move as well as like a Kelsey or a Lane laterally when you're that heavy.
0: No. Oh. Well, I still have more yeah, the the more weapons yeah. I guess is the way the way I'm looking at it. So, let's uh go to the phones to go to Joe. Joe, you're on 94 WIP. Good morning, Joe.
4: Good morning. I am just so hyped about this game on Sunday. Oh my god. Uh I just think, and and my word, Al, would be statistically comfortable.
0: Oh, I like that. Statistically comfortable. I mean, I
4: think, honestly, I think um, Patrick is going to get a rude awakening. Uh, He hasn't faced a line like the Eagles. He really has one main target in in Travis. And I I, I just think... um, and I also think that FanDuel is going to have a tough time making money in the Philadelphia market because, you, you know, this spread is so small and everybody in Philadelphia is going to be betting the Eagles off the hook.
0: Um, well, so they, FanDuel, uh, somebody it, put a million on them, so uh, yeah. it's
3: <laughs> <yeah. laughs> a little crazy. Uh, FanDuel,
4: FanDuel's FanDuel's going to have to... Make their money outside the Philadelphia market, I think, this weekend.
3: <laughs>
0: well, this, yeah, it's a big country.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I saw yeah, something like yeah, 28% yeah, yeah. of the country was rooting for the Eagles, 25 for, they did, like, the numbers didn't, I'll have to look that up again.
0: Yeah, I don't know that. They I mean, up. I think people like Mahomes. They, they like them. I mean, no, of course they do. Yeah, and they, I mean, there's nothing not to like on the Eagles. It's like, like, like you have, right. not like you have villains. So it's a, it's an odd one because, yeah, when you don't have the usual suspects that come in, you've got a whole other uh, situation going on here. So, Absolutely. I mean, I don't think that they're dis, I don't think they dislike the Eagles.
2: Here we go. The Eagles are the preferred team in 28 states compared to the Chiefs 22. Well, there you go. Preferred team? Preferred that people are rooting for. Prefer- oh. That's what that's, they did a map study. Oh,
3: well,
0: well. the the, the heat, the heat map basically is what it is. (laughs) Yes. Do you have a, uh, do you have a uh, under 25 star there? I do.
4: And unless you saw this story, I'm hoping one of you guys has seen this. The kid's name is David Balagan. He is a nine year old who graduated high school recently in Harrisburg and is College.
0: Oh no, I'm not. That's no, too young. To, no. That's not a hero to me. You should go no. to. You should go to high school and have fun. I yeah. Mean, I'm not. No. That's not a hero. I think. I
2: Parents I, are not doing him no favors. I
0: don't even think you should take AP courses. I think you should just
2: just go uh, to high school. Why make
0: everybody? You and I, both I just yeah, went why, to high school. Why make everybody
1: else feel dumb?
2: Now let's ask. <laughs> I, you uh, hung up on him. Did you take I, AP classes, Russ? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did take AP class but I want to do I want to do the opposite of that kid. I want to go back to high school. Yes, <laughs> really? Yes. Uh, how do you miss high school? Yeah. Uh,
2: Junior a- and senior year of high school are the uh, most fun you will have. Yeah, really? I mean, how do you miss high
0: school? I mean, that's too good. I mean, I don't even like the what do you learn at home thing.
2: Homeschool, I'll learn even, at home. Yeah, I
1: don't even You know, um it's funny. My uh you guys will appreciate this, but um I don't know. When I was young, when I was like that kid's age, I was pretty good at math. So they kind of kept moving me up levels in math. And my my papa, my grandpa, thought that, like, he didn't really understand. He thought they were like, skip, that I was skipping a grade. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. You need to do the opposite. We need to hold you back for football. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, Absolutely. Was- I've
2: heard, like, parents do that where they have their kid repeat a grade so they'll be bigger.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, Ria, you time? have no idea. Like in um, in like the coal region, uh, which is like Pottsville, like north of Reading. Um, I have a buddy um, who went to Shimokin, which is in Coal Township, in eighth grade. Okay, he got straight A's. Mm-hmm. At the end of eighth grade, he and fourteen other boys, their parents all wrote letters saying they wanted to hold their son back because they weren't mature enough yet for high school. (laughs) So he repeated. So the same 14 guys, they had the same teacher the next year. They took the exact same classes. They did And it's just, I don't know if they do it as much anymore, but that used to be an annual thing where they just repeat eighth grade so that they're 19 for their senior year of high school football. Yeah,
0: well, we are. They just start them late like in kindergarten. Yeah. So yeah. they they get a year more maturity to be like the bigger kid, I guess that's what. Somebody had sister, asked me. My sister
1: in uh, my sister lives in the D.C. area, and she did that with my nephew. She sent him the modern day um, for a year. It's they they call it modern delay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh,
0: so, Ross, when you're really looking at this now, breaking it down in the um, in the trenches, I I, I do think that. It's it's boring, and I know from your perspective it's never boring. But I think in this Super Bowl, the it, it's going to get the attention it never got. That it, the, lines. It, the, yeah, yeah, the lines, yeah, the lines are going to get. To me, there's a it really is a a highlight that I don't usually see. You hear about it, but it it's just hearing about it. I think that's going to be highlighted in this Super Bowl.
1: Well, I think it will as well because um, obviously it's the Eagles' biggest strength, but also, you know, Fox is doing the game and Greg Olson's really good. Yeah. And Greg Olson played tight end. Yeah, Yeah, he played tight end, so he knows, you know, how good the Eagles are up front, how important that is to their success. You know, they really, um, getting back to our conversation earlier, They really are even better than I thought, and I already thought they were easily the best O-line and probably the best D-line. They beat up the 49ers, and a lot of people are like, yeah, but the 49ers didn't have their quarterback. Well, what does not having the quarterback have to do with the D-tackle getting knocked back eight yards? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, What what does that have to do with anything? The the Niners came into Philly. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I'm on the sideline. They ran out of the tunnel and – Fred Warner and Debo Samuel, they were playing to the crowd, and they were like, oh, I can't hear you. And they came out talking real big and felt like they were going to come in and be the bullies, yeah. and they got their you-know-what's handed to them. I mean, this Eagles line, it's like the new version of the Broad Street Bullies. Yeah. I mean, that's what they are. They are It's the football version of the Broad Street Bullies, and that's how they've played all year. But they've even taken it up a notch in the playoffs. So I'd ask
0: you, your your TV experience is being on air. And I've done enough TV that I've also done alternate TVs like we just do face-offs for an hour. If I made you the producer and I said, I want you to produce this Super Bowl and we're only focusing on the lines, what would you show?
1: Um, Three things jump out immediately. Immediately, Al. Number one, I would want to showcase Jason Kelsey's athleticism, which they already do a pretty good Mm -hmm. job of that because it's easy to identify. It's easy to pick him out when he's running down the field, yeah. Yeah, he's actually running out in the open field, right? And by the way, it's so funny because as a lineman, you kind of know those are your showcase plays, right? Like when I was a player, like when it was a screen pass or when I was pulling – I kind of knew that was the play where my mom and my wife would really be able to actually see me as opposed to just being in this like huge pile of guys in the Mm -hmm. middle, right? Like I was actually going to be able to get out in the open a little bit, but I, I would really highlight Kelsey's athleticism because I think he is as athletic as any center we've ever seen. And I think that makes him unique. Although I've been so impressed by the pop he's been getting on these double teams, like he's not that big of a guy and he's been popping hips and getting like throwing guys out of the club. It's been amazing. I would also focus. And I, I know they're going to do this. Lane Johnson's initial quickness because people are complaining that lane all starts. Yes. But lane has perfected timing it up. And it's so funny because on the internet, everybody will have like these slow motion and you can see that like, a fraction of a second before the ball is snapped, that he moves. Guess what? The line judge isn't. His eyes and his brain aren't slow mo. You know what I mean? Like he's not calling false start unless he clearly sees movement before the ball snap. But Lane times it up so well that they're not going to call it. But I do think since that's kind of been talked about, and since the Niners complained about it, I bet you the Chiefs complained about it. I think Olsen will highlight that, and they'll show that. Um, And then the last thing is the left side of the Eagles' offensive line, the double teams in the run game. So the three things out are Kelsey's athleticism, Mm -hmm. Lane's initial quickness off the snap because it's what makes him special, and then the left side, they are movers of men. They are an absolute weapon. When it's a double team for Mylotta and Landon Dickerson, it's crazy. What I mean, picture, okay, I don't care how strong you are. Picture you're a defensive tackle, and you're on the outside shoulder of Landon Dickerson. You're on his left shoulder. And he and Mylotta come off the ball as hard as they can trying to knock you back. That is seven hundred and thirty <laughs> pounds of force oh and by the way God. they're not slow no they're not slow like those guys can move so it's just physics when you put it and that way it sounds
2: really horrible for the other team <laughs>
1: seven hundred and thirty yeah. pounds hitting you and trying to not as hard as you can i mean and that's the thing um i, I had this o-line d-line expert come on the ross tucker podcast friday and the point he made is he doesn't think the Chiefs have the depth to be able to hang against the Eagles. So, Run them early you
2: know, and, and tire them out?
1: Right. So, like, you know, the Eagles, they come at you on the D-line and wave. So here comes Linval Joseph and Sue and Milton Williams and whatever. And at the end, here comes Brandon Graham and, and uh, all these guys, right? You know, even Quinn gets some snaps. The, the Chiefs starters are pretty good, but especially like their backup D tackles, they can't hang.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They, they're not going to be able to hang. So if the Eagles get these longer drives, and if the Eagles start pounding them, you got to bring in the backups. And his whole point was those guys, like the backup D tackles for the Chiefs, They're just not going to be able to hold up against the Eagles offensive line. So we all like the big play, but if you see the Eagles kind of going up tempo and the Eagles having a long drive, that is really to their favor to wear out a Chiefs D-line that doesn't have near the depth of the Eagles D-line. I was telling this to somebody out here, Rhea. Do you guys realize Ndamukong Suh is the highest paid defensive player in the history of football? He's third string for the Eagles. I know, Eagles. it's crazy, is like it? <laughs> Robert Quinn had 18 and a half sacks last bat, year for the he's Bears. A, he's a role player. He's third string. He's third string for the Eagles. I mean, these guys are third. They're not even second string. They're not even backups. They're third string.
2: Yeah. Eagles are 14-0, and 0, Ross, this season when they run for go. 100 yards or more.
0: Hey, Ross, see, major TV producer, and came you came up go. with the game plan. <laughs> Not bad. All right, get back. Let's get to LNRTR. Everybody else, time at 94 WIP is 740. And you know what? We all have our own systems when you make a bet. That's from picking the perfect upset to combining injury reports the night before, kind of combing through them and seeing what's going on. But there's one thing every bettor should include in their system, the responsible gaming tools, and that's available on FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, Now, these tools help you play in check, help you keep that play in check and keep you under control. And the stuff like time limits, that's so you don't unknowingly spend more time on the app than you intended to when you started. Wager limits, really important to help you prevent you from keeping, you know, betting where you shouldn't be betting. And you can even take a timeout, and that pauses your account for as long as you may need. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official part of 94WIP. I love this app. FanDuel wants every bettor's experience to be about fun and entertainment. So visit FanDuel.com slash PlayWell and make responsible gaming tools a part of your system. Oh, yep. And We're back on the Ross Tucker Show. I think I'm going <laughs> to miss that celebration show. I think I've seen that act.
2: How many times? Yeah. I think, I think I'll check out of that. Uh, so
0: it's the Ross Tucker Show yes. this morning, though. We've got lots of people want to talk to Ross, including Ross a group of guys that are heading out to phoenix in a i guess some sort of rv
5: or something, or something.
0: RV. the legendary abner's online good morning abner
5: hey good morning guys where are you we are ju- in ohio right now uh we had a little setback oh no, uh, oh, no yeah 300 feet from my house pulling out uh our rv broke down wait a minute uh, on
0: your street it broke down <laughs>
5: Yeah, about uh, <laughs> about three hundred feet from my house, um, the, the the lights. Uh, there, there was a short with the rear running lights, uh, and just like that, we had to. You
1: don't re- you don't really need those. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs>
5: but but you know, with with God's help, we 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 drove it back to the RV place where we rented it, and they switched us on a newer one. Nice and we're back on the road and that's we're a little behind but still on schedule.
2: All right, so how long have you been driving?
5: We've been driving now. Well, I drove 7 hours and <sighs> then my guy's here took over and about 12 hours so far.
0: That's not bad.
2: The only and- only uh what uh 36 total, right?
5: Yeah, uh, give or take, yeah. All
0: right, so you so you're just stop you pull over for dinner and stuff or do you just keep going? No. No? no, we
5: kept going, just eating <laughs> snacks on the way. So what are the driving
0: I, I, shifts? What, are the, how, what length of time?
5: Well, I drove seven hours. Uh, another buddy of mine here drove about three and a half, and now the DJ took over. And he's done whole. I think he's going to drive about yeah. 11 hours.
0: Oh. Now, I'll give you some advice having done this more than once. Make sure the per- never have just one person. Two people have to be up.
5: Yeah, yeah I'm I'm a co-pilot, right? Yeah. I So absolutely, I I, I want to put Joe. Joe's on the line with me. Joe Messa. Okay. Uh, Joe, you there? Yeah. Good morning, guys. Uh, Admiral, you sound a little bit tired this morning. I'm sure it was a long
4: night, but uh, um, we're uh, taking a heck of a trip out there, and we're really excited. And I'm uh, happy to say that I'm in my office drinking coffee right now, but I'm heading out on a flight. <laughs>
0: Oh you're on going the, on the flight Thursday okay. afternoon, yeah. We're flying the, out. Oh yeah, you guys them out there. let them do all the work, yeah. <laughs> then you guys <laughs> go on the flight. All right, so you'll get there and then uh, you'll party when you Now, do you intend to try to buy tickets?
5: Well, Joe Joe has Joe, you have two tickets already. I have tickets, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. and then and then uh And then we'll see what, like, like we told Angelo before. You know, we'll see what happens. The closer you get
2: to the game, the the more likely you'll be able to scalp them for less.
0: Yeah, you should be. Yeah, you should be.
5: That's the plan. Yeah, like
0: wait. (laughs) In fact, wait till uh, the national anthem,
2: And and then
0: and then go in and get them. (laughs) All right, Abner. So you you'll give us a shout tomorrow. Where do you think you'll be tomorrow? What are your plans?
5: Uh, Well, we we, we're going to drive by Arrowhead. We're going to keep it simple, nothing crazy. We don't want to (laughs) jinx. Yeah, no
2: jinxing, no doing anything there. We we discussed this. We thought it was best not to. Yeah,
5: maybe do an Eagles chant and get moving. Yeah. All right.
0: All right. Give us a shout when you get there.
5: All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the call,
0: Abner. Talk to you soon. Yeah. All right. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So
2: Russ, what they did was they got five guys going out. In the RV, but their wives are flying, which oh, is very oh, smart. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what's so funny? While they were talking, all I could think about was like wife and kids, no, and like oh, no. that's interesting. I wonder how that went over. No, the wives
2: are flying, which is exactly what I would do. I'd be yeah. like, "Yeah, you go ahead and drive. I'll yeah. meet you there." You're flying out and uh, and you get there. What's what's the,
0: what's the uh, aside from Radio Row and all? What's it been like with the fans out there, Ross?
1: Well, um, so the NFL experience thing, which is really cool, that doesn't start till tomorrow. Um, but what I noticed Monday night at opening night, there were definitely more Chiefs fans there. Really? Definitely.
2: That's yes. what we, we've been and, hearing, maybe because, I don't know, they're closer and the Eagles fans, pro- I think today and tomorrow you're going to start to see them arrive en masse.
1: My, my theory is, Rhea, That Well, first of all, you're right, Kansas City's closer. They can probably just drive out here, Um, although I guess we have some Eagles fans doing that too. But but also, I think um, a lot of people from Kansas City retire to Arizona or, like, move to Arizona because, you know, the population's growing here and the economy's growing, whereas, you know, if you're a Philly person – You probably move like maybe, you know, maybe down south to Charlotte or Florida, Florida. right? Like, you know, like Charleston, South Carolina. You don't hear a lot of Philly people retiring or moving out to Arizona. It just doesn't happen very often. It's usually more they'll go south if they want something warmer or whatever. I think people from Kansas City, I don't think they go to Florida as much. I think they come out to Arizona.
0: Yeah, it's that that ma- it it makes sense.
2: Yeah, it's a 19-hour drive. That's not bad. uh from Kansas City and the flight time is only 3 hours. How how long is the flight time from here, Ross?
1: It wasn't bad. It was like 4 um 4:15. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad and and somehow I got like upgrade. They they um just so people know, American, I guess they've been like preparing for this. Yeah. Because they knew there'd be so many flights for the Super Bowl. So I was stunned because I you know, I have I fly a lot, so yeah. I got bumped up to first class or whatever. I would never pay for that, but I got bumped up. <laughs> uh, by the way, Zach Berman was up there, uh, Rich Gannon was up there. We were all on the same flight. Nice um Sunday night. But they had that plane and it looks like I'm on the same plane coming back. They have those planes where like you're in your own little pod. Oh, the pod. you can yeah, go and you can go horizontal. It's like the international plane. Yeah. So they're, so Philly fans coming out here, I believe they're trying to use the inter, like those new
2: international... Oh, 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 we oh, lost Ross again. American wasn't happy with you telling everybody about how awesome it was. All no, right. I'm we'll,
0: we'll get back to Ross <laughs> and get to T.R. and Eleanor on the other side. Time in 94. WIP is 7.54. For more
2: than 30 years, Novacare Rehabilitation has been the Delaware Valley's trusted hometown physical therapy provider. Novacare is proud to be part of the healing journey of so many patients and athletes. So this year, whether you've set 2023 goals for yourself or just making your health and well-being a priority, NovaCare is here for you every step of the way on your road to recovery. NovaCare is your trusted PT partner for recovering from aches and pains, gaining strength, and preventing injury. And with more than 150 convenient locations in the greater Philadelphia and South Jersey area, there is no better time to make Novacare's movement experts part of your healthcare team. On behalf of everyone at Novacare, thank you for choosing them to get back to work, back to sports, and life. To learn more about the benefits of physical therapy and get on the road to recovery and wellness, schedule an appointment today at Novacare.com. The Philadelphia Eagles trust Novacare, so can you. Novacare, the power of physical therapy. Brought to you by Novacare Rehabilitation. Four days and counting to the Super Bowl between the Eagles and Chiefs in Arizona with the Eagles scheduled for a walkthrough today before usual practices Thursday and Friday. To get to the title game, Eagles had a 55-point margin of victory in their two playoff wins over the Giants and 49ers, while the Chiefs won by just a combined 10 points. 27-20 over the Jags, 23-20 over the Bengals. Novacare is your trusted physical therapy partner throughout the Delaware Valley. Schedule your appointment today at NovaCare.com to get back to what you love. NBC 10 first alert forecast, mostly sunny, a high of 54. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP.